Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Global Venturing Review Podcast. My name is Jerry Hillis. I am the editor of Global University Venturing. And as always, I will bring you the news from Global Corporate Venturing as well. And it's just me this week, as Jim is in Houston for our GCV Energize conference. I'm sure he'll have lots to tell us about that when he is back next week. With that, let's dive into news. And what better way to get back into the swing of things for myself than with SoftBank, our old friend, which has reportedly reached a first close for Vision Fund 2. Although it secured nearly $100 billion for the first fund and has received $108 billion in MOUs for the new vehicle, sources told Bloomberg it has so far raised only $2 billion for the second vehicle in 2019. So often feels like a bizarre alternative reality. But did you ever think we'd be at a point this decade where a figure like that could be regarded as a disappointment for the first close of a CVC fund? Well, better news for fibrotic disease drug developer ProMedia, which has agreed to be acquired by Roche for $390 million upfront, and potentially $1 billion in milestone payments. ProMedia had raised about $15 million in equity financing from investors including Shire Strategic Investment Group, the now inactive corporate venture subsidiary of Shire. The deal can also be seen as a nice little bonus for Takeda which bought Shire for about $62 billion in January this year. And it's not all bad news for SoftBank. Automation Anywhere, a provider of robotic process automation technology, secured $300 million from SoftBank Vision Fund late last year as part of a $500 million Series A round that valued it at $2.6 billion. That was very impressive, but the company has now gone further, pulling in $290 million in Series B funding at a $6.8 billion valuation. Salesforce Ventures led the round, which included SoftBank Investment Advisors. And on Global University Venturing, we had SciQuantum, a UK-based quantum computer developer leveraging University of Bristol research, which has reportedly secured $230 million in funding. The capital came from investors including an unnamed VC fund formed by Andy Rubin, the developer of the Android operating system who left the VC firm he founded, Playground Global, last month. SciQuantum is looking to commercialise a viable quantum computer within the next five years using silicon materials to resolve difficulties producing stable quantum information bits which have so far slowed the technology's development. If you're interested in quantum computing and other quantum tech, do head on over to globaluniversityventuring.com, where my colleague Callum Cyrus has written a fantastic in-depth look at the sector for our October issue. With that, let's take a look at the smaller news of the past week, starting, as always, with deals, where we have LiveView, a spin-off of Trip.com the online travel agent formerly known as C-Trip, which has raised hundreds of millions of dollars across Series A and A-plus rounds that were co-led by Baidu Capital and Tencent, along with Goldman Sachs and Sequoia Capital. The round also featured Kaiser Travel. The hotel manager and software provider plans to put the cash into marketing, R&D and international expansion, as it seeks to bolster an offering already present in 10 countries. Oncology data platform operator Medbank's network technology has meanwhile raised $142 million in its second round of the year. 
The Series D Plus round was led by Tencent and included China Electronics Corporation. Both corporates having already participated in a $58.8 million Series D in January. Medbanks' early investors also include insurance group Peng An. Opay, the African mobile payment and local services platform spun off from Opera, has raised $120 million in Series B funding from investors including Maichuan Jianping, SoftBank Ventures Asia and Bertelsmann Asia Investments. The round came just four months after a $50 million Series A round that was co-led by Opera and Maichuan Jianping, and the cash will fund expansion in Opay's home country of Nigeria and its entry into additional African markets. 4D Imaging Sensor Provider Via Imaging has boosted its overall funding to $188 million, raising $109 million in Series D round led by Koch Disruptive Technologies. The cash was reportedly secured at a valuation of more than $600 million, and Veya intends to channel it into technology development and global expansion. Regal 4, Battery Ventures, Bessemer Venture Partners, ICV, Walden Riverwood and ITI Venture Capital Partners also took part. Banco Vorantem has led a $95.6 million round for Brazilian digital bank Neon, 18 months after becoming the company's institutional banking partner. It stepped in when Neon's previous partner was liquidated by Brazil's central bank, ironically in the wake of its $22 million Series A round. Still, the latest funding shows the mobile banking model is penetrating across a range of markets, including Brazil, where market leader Nubank is already doing rather well. Lafrag-backed real estate asset management platform Juniper Square has secured $75 million in a Series C round led by Redpoint Ventures, taking its total funding to $108 million. No word on a valuation here, but it was reportedly valued at $168 million when it last raised money in a $25 million Series B that closed almost a year ago. Recruitment services firm 51Job invested $60 million in HR management software producer CDP Holdings only last month. Werewolf Therapeutics has launched with $56 million in Series A funding, taking money from Taiho Ventures and UPMC Enterprises as part of the round. Werewolf is working on immuno-oncology drugs intended to treat cancer without damaging surrounding tissue. It was founded by healthcare investment firm MPM Capital, which co-led the Series A round with venture firm Longwood Fund. And looking at funds, we have one from the university side here. University of California Berkeley-focused VC firm The House Fund has closed its second fund at $44 million. The capital came from endowments for UC Berkeley and the wider University of California system, as well as Ahoy Capital and Undisclosed Fund of Funds, as well as family offices, UC Berkeley alumni and tech industry executives. The fund originally had a $50 million target, according to a late 2017 securities document. IT services provider Infosys is already a backer, having provided $10 million in March 2019 and House Fund 2 will invest in AI-focused startups founded by UC Berkeley faculty, alumni and graduates. It has also raised the threshold for each deal to up to $1 million of pre-seed funding, from 50,000 from 50, to 100,000 for its predecessor. The first House Fund had launched in 2016 with $6 million from University of California's UC Ventures Unit and a number of UC Berkeley graduates. 
exits. Here we have Alchemist, which has agreed to buy neurological disease therapy developer Rodin Therapeutics in a deal that could reach $950 million should every milestone and sales target be met. Rodin had raised about $57 million from investors including GV, Biogen and Johnson & Johnson Innovation JJDC. And the agreement marks the second big CVC exit to be agreed through a healthcare M&A deal in the past week. Promedia that we mentioned earlier obviously being the other one. A lot of Chinese tech companies have filed for initial public offerings in the US recently. But Yika is opting for the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, having reportedly filed for an IPO in which it expects to raise about $300 million. Investors in Yika, provider of the second largest non-banking QR code payment platform in China by market share, include corporates Tencent and Recruit. And recruitment services firm 51Job invested $60 million in HR management software producer CDP Holdings only last month but it could be in for a quick exit after China-based CDP filed for an initial public offering on the New York Stock Exchange. The company has set a $125 million target and 51Job is its second largest shareholder as things stand. And China-based oncology diagnostics technology producer Genetron has revealed somewhat of a double whammy filing for a $100 million initial public offering in the US while announcing a $71 million funding round backed by Alexandria Venture Investments. The IPO proceeds will go to, to technology development, sales and marketing, and Genetron's earlier investors include the Canbio Cell and Gene Engineering. And finally, people. Chris Piccariello has been promoted to president of Johnson & Johnson Innovation JJDC following the retirement of Tom Heyman. Picariello came from J&J's North America Consumer Organization, where he'd been VP of Finance since July 2017. Amy Francetic has departed Energize Ventures, the US-based corporate-backed venture capital firm formerly known as Invenergy Future Fund. She became managing director of at what was initially known as Invenergy Future Fund when it was set up by renewable energy project developer Invenergy in 2016. She'd previously been senior VP of New Ventures for the company. The news also follows John Tuff stepping up to managing partner at Energize in September. Busy Burr, the founder of corporate venturing unit Humana Ventures, has been hired by digital health technology developer Carrot as its president and CEO. Burt was health insurance provider Humana's chief innovation officer between 2015 and late 2018. And prior to joining Humana, Burt had been managing director at City Ventures and spent four years as the bank's global head of disruptive innovation until 2015. Jason Ball has moved from a UK-based managing director role at mobile chipmaker Qualcomm's corporate venturing unit Qualcomm Ventures to become a partnered consumer-focused venture capital firm GR Capital. Paul spent more than 11 years at Qualcomm Ventures, focusing on augmented and virtual reality, mobility, artificial intelligence, and Internet of Things investments. Jérôme Jouac has been promoted to partner at Aster Capital, a venture capital firm managing 520 million euro, that's about $550 million, through multiple funds raised with major corporations and institutional players. Jouac joined Aster in its UK office as a principal in March 2018. He'd previously been a serial entrepreneur, co-founding Cambridge Nanosystems out of his research at the University of Cambridge, 
and nimbly a low-power Internet of Things platform. And Marty Reed will head up University of Bristol-backed incubator Engine Shed from January, after standing down from an innovation programme hosted by the neighbouring University of West of, Eng- of the West of England. He succeeds Nick Sturge, who left Engine Shed since its who had led Engine Shed since its launch in 2013, and is credited with guiding its success with projects that drive long-term sustainable growth in Bristol's innovation ecosystem. Reed's also been appointed CEO of Science Research Foundation, the University of Bristol unit responsible for both Engine Shed and Set Squared Bristol, part of multi-university incubation programme Set Squared. And that is it for the news for this week. As always, do head on over to globalcorporateventuring.com, globaluniversityventuring.com, as well as globalimpactventuring.com to catch up on everything that we just didn't have time to cover in this short podcast. Things do get rather busy during the week. If you have any feedback, comments, questions, feel free to email me. You can reach me at thehillis at globaluniversityventuring.com. That is T-H-E-L-E-S at globaluniversityventuring.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. And don't forget to recommend us to your friends and colleagues if you think that they would enjoy this podcast. And why wouldn't they? It is a great podcast, if I do say so myself. With that, all that's left to me is to wish you a productive week and I will speak to you again next Monday. Goodbye. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.